0: How would you feel if you had to attend the memorial service for your father on your 13th birthday? Tommy Burke knows he's devastated beyond words. His beloved dad was killed in combat in Afghanistan. He and his mother leave the military base behind and journey homeward in Chapter 1 of The Sweet Ride. Tommy Burke celebrated his 13th birthday on the day they held the memorial service for his dad. His dad, Sergeant Thomas A. Burke, Sr., along with three other men, was killed by a car bomb in Afghanistan. His mom, Helen, could not stop crying. There were 250 people at the service, half of them in uniforms. When the bugler blew taps, there was not a dry eye in the group, except for Tommy. His father's ashes would be taken to Pennsylvania for burial in the family cemetery. Tommy sat stone-faced by his mother holding her hand. Even when they gave his mom the flag, he did not move, cry, or utter a sound. His father's parents were dead. His maternal grandparents sat to the right of his mother, and his father's younger brother, Uncle Liddy, and his wife, Aunt Sally, were on Tommy's left. Their children, Bobby, age 7, and Abigail, age 4, had not come to the funeral. They were at home in Clearhaven, Pennsylvania, being taken care of by neighbors. A reception was held after the services at the military base in a hall in the building where visitors normally met their service members. Conversation was subdued. Tommy's mother was distraught with grief and family members and friends were doing their best to comfort her. Several people, including the base commander, tried to engage Tommy in conversation, but he would not respond to anyone. Midway through the reception, he disappeared. He'd been gone for at least a half hour before anyone noticed, and when they did, everyone was concerned. A search began, but he was nowhere to be found until one of the officers who had been at the memorial service discovered the boys sitting in the bleachers at the parade ground, watching recruits practicing marching under the direction of their drill instructors. When he returned to the hall, everyone was relieved, but there was a silent understanding on the part of all. Tommy was grieving in his own way and no one took him to task for wandering off. It was, after all, his birthday, and having to attend a memorial service for your father on your birthday was unthinkable. Fortunately, school was not in session. It was mid-July, hot, humid, and very uncomfortable. As the afternoon deepened, about twenty people remained at the tables in the hall. Discussions about what must now be done were held, but Tommy had not been included in any conclusions that had been reached. He had gone out to a covered porch area to sit by himself, even though the heat was fierce. Helen Burke would be going back to the hills of Pennsylvania with her son. They would be living with her parents until she could get herself together. They would have support there. She and her husband had grown up there gone to the same schools and had been high school sweethearts Clearheaven was a small town but a good place to live it was for the best When Helen told Tommy of her intentions later that evening he said not a word he simply turned his back on her went into his room and closed his door She cried even harder "'at his response, and her parents tried to comfort her "'in the tiny living room of their quarters. "'It was mid-August when their possessions were packed up and shipped north. "'Helen and Tommy made a silent, painful drive to Clearhaven. "'She was lost in memories of happier times, "'and Tommy stared morosely out of the passenger window, "'watching the hills of Pennsylvania roll by. Thankfully, the heat wave had relented, and the temperature had fallen just below 80 degrees. As they came down the hill from East End onto 3rd Street, Helen drove by Santicito's Italian Market on their right. Grice's gun shop was across the rear parking lot behind the market. Tommy's dad had taken him to the shop on many summer vacations. He felt hot tears on his face, and he held his breath. His mother did not see his reaction. Her mind was flooded with memories of high school, the good times they had, and her future husband dancing at the exhibition hall at the fairground. There were tears on her face as well. She made the right on market, drove through town, passing by City Hall, the Ritz Theater, and by the library. She passed over the Susquehanna River on the bridge, and started up the hill to west side. The home of Wade and Marie Conover, Helen's parents, was a two-story brick house with a small yard in front. The front porch was deep, and there was a swing on it, plus a recliner, small wicker tables, and two wicker chairs with cushions. Helen pulled into the driveway. The drive ended in a one-car garage, also built of matching dark red brick. The yard behind the house was narrow, but fairly deep. They unloaded their belongings. The movers would arrive the next day. Most of what they were bringing would be put into storage. Tommy's grandparents appeared and helped take their suitcases and other stuff up the back steps, through the kitchen and upstairs to the bedrooms they would occupy. They put Tommy in a smaller bedroom. Helen would sleep in her old childhood bedroom. Tommy sat down in a chair and looked out the window at the backyard. The emptiness inside of him was like an enormous hole in his heart. He had never felt so alone. The unfairness of his father's terrible death was unbearable. He and his dad were the greatest mother-son combination in the world. His dad was deployed for long stretches of time but when he had been at home, they had gone everywhere and done everything together. His father was great fun. Thomas Burke Sr. had an incredible sense of humor. He could make Tommy laugh all day long. He was such a good man, moral, upright, and a true believer in God. The light had gone out in Tommy's life. Never again to hear his father's voice. Never again to sit on a dock with a line in his hand, waiting for a fish and listening to another story by his dad, and never again to feel his strong hands on his shoulders and see his smile. Now Tommy could cry. Now he could weep and wail. Now he could let loose the floodgates of his wounded soul in this beloved house where he had spent so many happy weeks of his life on summer breaks, and before that when he had been very young. The tears came. He cried. He stood up and lay down on the bed, curling up like a child and weeping for his father. His mother came to him in that moment, took him in her arms, and they cried together. Mother and child weeping in a universe, they did not appear to care that husband and father were gone forever